Hey everyone, welcome back to the page to screen edition of the Yadkin County Public Library podcast, where each month we usually discuss a book that's been turned into a movie or TV series, as well as the reception of each. This month, we're continuing last month's theme of books that are being adapted into movies or TV series in 2023. The first book we're going to discuss has recently been released as an Apple TV Plus original series. The Last Thing He Told Me is a history thriller novel by Laura Dave, published May 4, 2021 by Simon & Schuster. The book became an instant number one New York Times bestseller and spent 65 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list and has also sold more than 2 million copies. We actually have two copies of this book here at the Yakin County Public Library and they stay pretty much consistently checked out. This book, which is also a Reese Witherspoon book club pick, is now an Apple TV Plus limited series starring Jennifer Garner. The book was also named the Best Mystery and Thriller of 2021 through the Goodreads Choice Awards. So a synopsis for the book reads, Before Owen Michaels disappears, he smuggles a note to his beloved wife of one year. It reads, Protect her. Despite her confusion and fear, Hannah Hall knows exactly to whom the note refers, Owen's 16-year-old daughter, Bailey. Bailey, who lost her mother tragically as a child. Bailey, who wants absolutely nothing to do with her new stepmother. As Hannah's increasingly desperate calls to Owen go unanswered, as the FBI arrests Owen's boss, as the U.S. Marshal and federal agents arrive at her Sausalito home unannounced, Hannah quickly realizes her husband isn't who he said he was, and that Bailey just may hold the key to figuring out Owen's true identity and why he really disappeared. Hannah and Bailey set out to discover the truth. But as they start putting together the pieces of Owen's past, they soon realize they're also building a new future, one neither of them could have anticipated. With this breakneck pacing, dizzying plot twists, and evocative family drama, the last thing he told me is a, quote, page-turning, exhilarating, and unforgettable suspense novel. And that quote came from Pop Sugar. Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine purchased the rights to produce a television miniseries based on the book. The miniseries airs on Apple TV Plus, starring Jennifer Garner, who also serves as executive producer alongside Reese Witherspoon, Josh Singer, and Laura Dave. Dave and Singer wrote the screen adaptation. The series premiered on April 14, 2023, with the first two episodes available immediately and the rest debuting on a weekly basis until May 19th. So, just a few weeks left. The cast includes Jennifer Garner as Hannah Hall and Gory Rice as Bailey Michaels, Aisha Tyler as Jules Nichols, Augusto Aguilera as Grady Bradford, and Nicolaj Costa-Waldo, who some of you may also recognize as Jamie Lannister from the HBO series Game of Thrones. And he plays Owen Michaels, Hannah's husband. The review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes reported a 46% approval rating with an average rating of 5.3 out of 10 based on 28 critic reviews and a 51% average audience score. I was really surprised that the Rotten Tomatoes scores were so low on this show. I've not watched the show and I've not read the book, but I do have them in my list of things that I want to get to eventually. So maybe maybe that's just an early rating. Maybe as the show goes on, maybe it'll get a little higher. But I was very surprised based on the, the demand for the book. Read a likes for this book. So if you've read it and you want to read something similar, Um, include A Girl Named Anna by Lizzie Barber, My Darling Husband by Kimberly Bell, Two Nights in Lisbon by Chris Pavon, It's One of Us by J.T. Ellison, The Soulmate by Sally Hepworth, 
The Newcomer by Mary Kay Andrews. Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. Watch Me Disappear by Janelle Brown. And No One Knows by J.T. Ellison. We, we have a lot of checkouts on J.T. Ellison here at our library. So um, all, of, all of these sound like psychological thrillers, which has also been a really popular genre here for checkouts. So moving on to the next page to screen adaptation, this book was a Barnes & Noble 2022 book of the year. Last year, everywhere I went, I kept seeing this book. Um, I actually started reading it myself, not got very far into it, but I'm hoping to finish it before the show comes out. So the book is currently number one on the Amazon charts and with almost 150,000 ratings holds a 4.6 out of 5 star rating on Amazon. The book also holds a 4.3 out of 5 star rating on Goodreads based on 539,121 ratings. Lessons in Chemistry is the 2022 debut novel of author Bonnie Garmus and is slated for an Apple TV Plus original series adaptation that is planned to be released in the fall of this year. Apple TV is like snapping up all these books. In Lessons in Chemistry, we meet Elizabeth Zott, a gifted research chemist, absurdly self-assured and immune to social convention. That quote came from the Washington Post. Elizabeth lives during the 1960s in California, and her career takes a detour when she becomes the unlikely star of a beloved TV cooking show. This novel is, quote, irresistible, satisfying, and full of fuel. End quote. And that quote came from the New York Times book review. And witty, sometimes hilarious, the catch-22 of early feminism. And that quote came from Twitter um, from Stephen King. Lessons in Chemistry was also a best book of the year by the New York Times, the Washington Post, NPR, Oprah Daily, Entertainment Weekly, and Newsweek. So a brief synopsis of this book reads... Chemist Elizabeth Zott is not your average woman. In fact, Elizabeth Zott would, be the, Zott would be the first to point out that there's no such thing as an average woman. But it's the early 1960s and her all-male team at Hastings Research Institute takes a very unscientific view of equality. Except for one, Calvin Evans, the lonely, brilliant, Nobel Prize-nominated grudge holder who falls in love with, of all things, her mind. True chemistry results. But like science, life is unpredictable, which is why a few years later, Elizabeth Zott finds herself not only a single mother, but the reluctant star of America's most beloved cooking show, Supper at Six. Elizabeth's unusual approach to cooking, quote, combine one tablespoon acidic acid with a pinch of sodium chloride, end quote, proves revolutionary. But as her following grows, not everyone is happy. Because as it turns out, Elizabeth Zott isn't just teaching women to cook, She's daring them to change the status quo. Laugh out loud funny, shrewdly observant, and studded with a dazzling cast of supporting characters, Lessons in Chemistry is as original and vibrant as its protagonist. It was announced in January 2021 that Apple TV had issued a straight-to-series order for the show, with Brie Larson set to star in and executive produce. The series began production by August 2022, with Lewis Pullman joining as Calvin Evans, Asia Naomi King as Harriet Sloan, Stephanie Koning as Fran Frask, Patrick Walker as Wakely, Thomas Mann as Boy Whites, Kevin Sussman as Walter, Bo Bridges as Wilson, Ashley Monique Clark as Martha Wakely, and Derek Cecil as Dr. Robert Donati. If you've read this book and you've enjoyed it and you would like to read books similar to Lessons in Chemistry, read these books. 
on the read-alikes list. Mr. and Miss American Pie by Juliet McDaniel. The Invisible Life of Eurydice Guzmo by Martha Batala. The Last Animal by Ramona Azibal, Oz, Ozubel, sorry. Deary by Bob Spitz. Where'd You Go, Bernadette by Maria Simple. The Woman with a Cure by Lynn Cullen. Her Hidden Genius by Marie Benedict. The Exceptions by Kate Zernike. Park Avenue Summer by Renee Rosen. The next book that we'll discuss has already hit the big screen a few years ago, or rather the first part of it did. Frank Herbert's classic masterpiece, Dune, is a 1965 epic science fiction novel. Dune was originally published as two separate serials in Analog Magazine. It tied with Roger Zelazny's This Immortal for the Hugo Award in 1966 and then went on to win the inaugural Nebula Award for Best Novel for the very same year. Dune also made it to the Great American Read list that PBS put together in 2018. If you've not seen or watched any of that or you've not come across the list, you should, you know, take a look at it if you enjoy looking at, you know, books that have been popular in American culture. There's 100 books on that list. I'm trying to read through all of them, but it was really interesting. They voted off each week um, to get down to the most beloved novel in, you know, America. So anyways, sidebar. Um, it is on that list though. It is the first installment of the Dune Saga. In 2003, it was described as the world's best-selling science fiction novel. A triumph of the imagination, Dune is set on the desert planet Arrakis. Dune is the story of the boy Paul Atreides, heir to a noble family tasked with ruling an inhospitable world where the only thing of value is the spice melange, a drug capable of extending life and enhancing consciousness. Coveted across the known universe, Melange is a prize worth killing for. When House Atreides is betrayed, the destruction of Paul's family will set the boy on a journey toward a destiny greater than he could have ever imagined. And as he evolves into the mysterious man known as Muad'Dib, he will bring to fruition humankind's most ancient and unattainable dream. A stunning blend of adventure and mysticism, environmentalism and politics, Dune formed the basis of what is undoubtedly the grandest epic in science fiction. In 2021, the first of a two-part adaptation of the story was released in United States theaters and streaming on HBO Max on October 22nd. Dune was a box office success, earning $402 million on a $165 million budget. It was well-received by critics and audiences with praise for Denis Villeneuve's direction and screenplay, the visual effects, ambition, story, costume design, Hans Zimmer's musical score, cinematography, and faithfulness to the source material. The National Board of Review and the American Film Institute named Dune as a top 10 film of 2021. The film was also nominated for 10 awards at the 94th Academy Awards, including Best Picture, winning six, and received numerous other accolades. The sequel, Dune Part 2, is set to be released on November 3rd, 2023, and follows Paul Atreides as he unites with the Freeman people of the desert planet Arrakis to win the war against House Harkonnen. Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin, Dave Bautista, Stephen McKinley Henderson, Stellan Skarsgård, Charlotte Rampling, and Javier Bardem reprise their roles from the first film with Austin Butler, you may know him from Elvis, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, and Leah Sadu joining the ensemble cast for part two. So if you like science fiction, if you like Dune, here are some read-alikes for this book.
Words of Radiance by Brandon Sanderson. And Brandon Sanderson is a heavy hitter in the world of science fiction and fantasy. So if you like to read that genre, you've probably seen him or you've read something by him. Hyperion by Dan Simmons. Nova Delaney. I'm sorry, Nova by Samuel Delaney. The Abyss Beyond Dreams by Peter Hamilton. The Mist of Avalon by Marion Zimmer Bradley. Ice World by Hal Clement. The Hobbit, or There and Back Again, by J.R.R. Tolkien, one of my favorites. The Return of the King, also by J.R.R. Tolkien, which is the third book in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It was, It's one book, but it is broken into three parts. So that is the last part. Empire of Silence by Christopher Ruccio. So the last book that we'll discuss today, and one that I am personally very excited for, is a prequel novel by Suzanne Collins. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This book is a dystopian action-adventure novel by American author Suzanne Collins. It's a spin-off and a prequel to the Hunger Games trilogy. It was released on May 19, 2020 by Scholastic. An audiobook of the novel read by American actor Santino Fontana was released simultaneously with the printed edition. The book also received a virtual launch due to the COVID-19 pandemic. I remember reading this one when it first came out. Um, a film adaptation from Lionsgate is set to be released on November 17, 2023. As someone who was there for all of the midnight releases of the Hunger Games films, I will definitely be there when this one comes out. When when the book was published, I went out and I bought it and I had the book read within you know the first week when it was published. A lot of my family members read it and we talked about it. We enjoyed it immensely. So comprised of three books, four films, and one worldwide phenomenon, the Hunger Games changed the face of global YA. Accordingly, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes was a global number one hit in hardback. A synopsis of the book reads, Ambition will fuel him, competition will drive him, but power has its price. It's the morning of the reaping that will kick off the 10th annual Hunger Games. In the capital, 18-year-old Coriolanus Snow, yes, that Snow, is preparing for his one shot at glory as a mentor in the games. The once mighty House of Snow has fallen on hard times, its fate hanging on the slender chance that Coriolanus will be able to outcharm, outwit, and outmaneuver his fellow students to mentor the winning tribute. The odds are against him. He's been given the humiliating assignment of mentoring the female tribute from District 12, the lowest of the low. Their fates are now completely intertwined. Every choice Coriolanus makes could lead to favor or failure, triumph or ruin. Inside the arena, it will be a fight to the death. Outside the arena, Coriolanus starts to feel for his doomed tribute and must weigh his need to follow the rules against his desire to survive no matter what it takes. In August 2017, Lionsgate CEO John Feltheimer expressed interest in spinoffs of The Hunger Games with intentions to create a writer's room to explore the concept. In June 2019, Joe Drake, chairman of the Lionsgate Motion Picture Group, announced that the company was working with Collins in with regards to an adaptation of The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. By April 2020, Collins and Lionsgate confirmed that plans were underway for the film's development. Francis Lawrence was later confirmed to direct after doing so for the prior three films in the series. The screenplay was written by Collins, Michael Arndt, and Michael Leslie with Nina Jacobson and Brad Simpson as producers along with Francis Lawrence. Collins, in addition, would serve as an executive producer on the film. Casting includes Tom Blythe, as the main character, Coriolanus, or Corio Snow, who we all know and love, 
not love, loathe from the Hunger Games trilogy. I'm, maybe some people love him. I'm not sure. Most people don't. Um, but Rachel Zegler is going to play Lucy Gray Baird, the other main character in this book. Lucy is the female tribute from District 12 who forms a connection with Coriolanus. She is also a member of the Covey, which is a traveling musician group. Peter Dinklage, who a lot of you will recognize as Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones, is playing Casca Highbottom, who is the dean of the Academy and intellectual author of the Hunger Games, the actual games. Hunter Schaefer is playing Tigress Snow, Coriolanus' older cousin and confidant who advises him in everything. You probably are familiar with that name because she goes on to become a stylist in the games and an ally to Katniss and the Resistance. Josh Andre Rivera is playing Sejanus Plinth. He is a close friend of Snow and a mentor and the mentor to a district. I'm sorry, the mentor to a tribute from District 2. He himself is originally from District 2, but now lives in the capital. Jason Schwartzman as Lucretius Lucky Flickerman is the first television host for the 10th Hunger Games, and he is assumed to be an ancestor to Caesar Flickerman, who would host later editions of the games. Viola Davis plays Dr. Volumna Gall, the head game maker of the 10th Hunger Games, and the person who actually implemented them in the first place, so she's responsible for pretty much all of this. Bern Gorman is playing Commander Hoff, the leader of the Peacekeepers in District 12, Vanola Flanagan is playing Grandmam, Coriolanus and Tigress's strict grandmother. And Ashley Lau will portray Clemencia Dovecott, who is a classmate of Snow's and a mentor to a tribute from District 11. So if you've read everything in the Hunger Games universe and you're looking for something similar, here is a list of read likes we put together that are similar to the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Scythe by Nell Schusterman. I read the first one. This is a for the first in a trilogy. I started the second one, but I've not been able to, to finish it yet. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make a movie out of this because it does have the makings of a book that would be a good adaptation. Second Born by Amy Bartol. Four by Veronica Roth. And Four is pretty much a perspective book from a character within the Divergent series, similar to what um, Stephanie Mayer did with um, her Twilight series. Midnight Sun was written from Edward's point of view, I think. So four is four came before um, Stephanie did hers for Twilight. But anyways, it's the same concept, same story, but from a different character's perspective. All of Us Villains by Amanda Foodie. The Good Luck Girls by Charlotte Nicole Davis. Zodiac by Romina Russell. Ashes by Ilsa Bick, The Testing by Joelle Charbonneau, and Hunter by Mercedes Lackey. So that's all I have for you today. I didn't have time to discuss every single page to screen adaptation that's coming to the big screen this year because there are so many. 2023 is a great year for us bookworms. We've got a library of stories coming to the screen this year. <laughs> but some of the other books that are being adapted that I didn't, you know, have time to go into today, I'll just list them for you. And then if it's an uh, author that you read before or you've heard it and you kind of want to check it out, you can, you know, look it up for yourself. But the, the list includes Siege and Storm by Leigh Bardugo. 
um, and that's the second, and I think actually the third book is involved in this series as well, but Shadow and Bone on Netflix have put out season two, and it will follow the second and third book in her series. The second book is That Siege and Storm, and that series is going to be an original Netflix series. I think it's actually out already. Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. It's going to be a prime special uh, original series. Heartstopper, Volume 1 by Alice Oseman. Uglies, Uglies Series 1 by Scott Westerfield, also another Netflix original series. The Crossover, which is a Newbery Medal winner by Kwame Alexander, is going to be on Disney+. Plus. I think I read that um, LeBron James is going to be involved with that somehow. I can't remember if he's a producer or if he's going to be playing in it, but it will be on Disney+. Plus. Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, The Road to Neverwinter by J. Lee Johnson. And I actually got to go see that movie. It's a really good, even if you don't play Dungeons and Dragons, if you just like fantasy and, you know, that kind of genre, it's it's a good movie. The book the, that I just listed is actually kind of like a movie tie-in. So if you're interested in that, then you could also read the player's handbook, which we actually have here at the Atkin Library. So It's Not Summer Without You is another one that's going to be adapted by Jenny Hahn, Romancing Mr. Bridgerton, and that's the Bridgerton series book number four by Julia Quinn, and as Queen Charlotte is another book that is coming out by Julia Quinn, but it's actually a novel collaboration between her and Shonda Rhimes. Uh, the novel was inspired by the Netflix series, so the Netflix series dropped, I think it was Friday, May 5th, I've watched a few of them, but so this book is going to be based on that series. Killers of the Flower Moon, The Osage Murders, and the Birth of the FBI by David Grant. This is another one I'm really excited to see. Leonardo DiCaprio, Brendan Fraser are both going to be in it. Um, I've not read the book, but it's true crime. If you like true crime, um, it be something that you would enjoy watching. And David Grant is a really good like historical writer, so if that's something that you enjoy, you would probably like that book. Three Women by Lisa Tedeo. All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr, and he actually wrote Cloud Cuckoo Land 2. I have a feeling that that will end up as a movie at some point. The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. Fun little fact about this movie, it will include the Fanning sisters, Dakota and Elle, um, as the main, I think it's the main characters, but they have actually not been in a movie together since 2001. So <laughs> they have, they've grown up, now they're going to be starring in another movie together. I thought that was interesting. The Doll Factory by Elizabeth McNeil. Dear Edward by Anne Napolitano. Text for You by Sophie Kramer, which has got um, Sam Hewen and Priyanka Chopra, I think. I'd have to check that. Um, but anyways, it's, I think the name of the movie is Love Again. But the book is Text for You. American Born Chinese by Jean Luen Yang, Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson, Cat Person and Other Stories by Kristen Rupinian, Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe by Benjamin Alire Sainz, and Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Striad. All of these are coming to the big screen in 2023, and this is just a tip of the iceberg. There were so many other ones that I saw that I did not have time to list, but there's a lot out there. With so many books being adapted for the big screen this year, I'm sure, again, that there's some that I've missed. 
So be sure to let us know if there's something you're particularly looking forward to seeing adapted this year. So that's all I have for you today, but feel free to follow us on social media and let us know in the comments if you've read a book lately that really stuck with you. Whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, we would be really happy to see you there. And if you haven't already, hit that follow button so you can follow this weekly podcast. Each week, Yakin County Public Library staff will be bringing you more topics, so be sure to check in every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you all next month for the next installment of Page to Screen. Happy Wednesday, everyone.